So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Is Tesla the golden child of retail automotive? While traditional manufacturers continue to search for the magic formula that Tesla has been able to use to achieve their current status as the dominant seller of EVs, life just seems to continue getting better for Elon and company. Consider this. They and their battery partner stand to receive $41 billion, that's billion with a B, in credits by the end of 2032, thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA, that was enacted last year. Now, this will be far more than their rivals in Detroit, so it will benefit them massively. This plan was originally, by the way, estimated by the Congressional Budget Office to impact our budget nationally by approximately $31.6 billion dollars costs now, those cost estimates have now been updated and are likely to be closer to between 152.5 and $196.5 billion, far greater than originally thought. Meanwhile, the Biden administration's ridiculous target of 49 miles per gallon as the 2026 EPA standard for auto manufacturers is likely to render yet another massive windfall for Tesla as manufacturers get hit with significant fines and are forced to buy Tesla's excess carbon credits. This will be the direct result of many brands not being able to meet those 2026 standards. Now, how much money is exactly at stake here? Well, in 2022 alone, the revenue that Tesla realized from the sale of these credits was nearly $1.8 billion and represented 15% of their profit last year. It's estimated to hit nearly $3 billion by 2024. And if this wasn't enough, good news for Tesla, recently Ford, General Motors, Volvo, and Rivian have all announced that they will be adopting Tesla's charging network and their technology. That means beginning next year, their vehicles will come with an adapter that allows their owners to be able to use Tesla's chargers Um, rather than the old CSS plugs that have been used to this point. Now, their 2025 models will actually include the technology needed so that they can take those Tesla chargers directly without an adapter at all. Now, why is this a boon for Tesla? We'll start with this. Number one, this will likely spell the death of the CSS plug that has been used for non-Tesla models to this point. It's essentially on track to go the way of beta tapes back in the days when you had the beta versus VHS manufacturers fighting to, dis- to determine who was going to become the standard at that time. Well, it's likely to be the nail in the coffin for CSS plugs as more and more manufacturers move away from their technology and join GM, Ford, Rivian, Volvo, and the others. But this means something else as well. Tesla will realize yet another revenue stream, and this 
will come from their competitors, no less. And they will essentially become the largest gas station owner in the United States, the equivalent for owners of EV models across the country. You see, they will not only own, but they will dominate and control that entire charging network going forward. Now, lastly, Tesla, Rivian, Lucid, and other EV manufacturers have been able to do something that traditional OEMs have long wanted to do, and that's sell direct to their consumers. Now, why is this important to traditional OEMs? Well, because it provides them with an opportunity to significantly lift, improve, increase their profit pool while also establishing a direct relationship with their owners. Tesla, Rivian, and others have been able to do that since their cars first came on the market. Traditional manufacturers haven't. And now that that in Florida, Governor DeSantis recently enacted legislation that bars manufacturers from selling cars directly to consumers. Well, wait a minute. It bars all manufacturers from selling directly to consumers, except for you-know-who. You know it, Tesla. So when you consider the fact that they stand to gain $41 billion over 10 years, are likely to realize billions more over the next 10 years from carbon credits, and are going to get yet another revenue stream from their technology being used as the, as the dominant charging network across the country for multiple manufacturers. And this is all for a company that, frankly, in my estimation, probably wouldn't even exist today if it wasn't for the billions of dollars they received in government help when they first started moving forward as an organization in their attempts to put EVs on the road. So, what do you think? Is Tesla indeed the golden child? And what does this mean? What will be the impact on the traditional OEMs as they continue to try to figure out their own magic formula? Interestingly, most EVs that have been created by traditional OEMs have lost money. In fact, I'm not really aware of any models that have been successful to this point from a profitability perspective. So as we go forward, and the Biden administration is mandating at this point that 67%, two out of every three new cars sold by 2032, be EVs, are we heading down a path where these traditional OEMs are likely to continue losing money on every single car while the golden child, Tesla, continues to get richer and richer? Thanks for taking the time to join look forward to having you join again in the future. I would love if you could download, subscribe, or share this episode to anybody who you feel may also enjoy it. And as always, thanks so much for leaving a review. Thanks for joining. See you next time. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens. Music.